Welcome to Behind the Bookshelves. My name is Richard Davis and this Abe Books podcast is dedicated to telling the stories behind books and the people who love them. Today we're talking about a shipwrecked author. Rockwell Kent had three remarkable talents, art, writing and adventuring. To me, and many people, He's most famous for illustrating a 1930 version of Moby Dick in stunning Art Deco images. That book is arguably the best-known example of Art Deco design in literature. But I recently learned there's much more to Rockwell Kent. I was browsing through the travel section of a used bookshop when I came across a copy of N by E. I guess we say N by E, but it means North by East as this is a book about sailing. N by E is written and illustrated by Kent. The black and white woodblock illustrations are true examples of the Art Deco style, full of lines and angles. I say sailing, but N by E is actually a shipwreck story of the non-fiction kind. Kent and two others sailed from New York to Greenland in a small 33-foot cutter where they were shipwrecked when a storm rose from nowhere while they were anchored close to the shore. Being shipwrecked was just the start of their adventures and I won't spoil the book. Now, how many authors can say they've been shipwrecked? Not many. The book gave me a new appreciation for Rockwell Kent. He wasn't some fancy New York artist swanning around his New York studio. He was very much a man of action and the outdoors. He describes the voyage to rugged Greenland coastline and the native Greenlanders with panache in N by E. And yet N by E isn't Kent's only book of adventure. He wrote and illustrated a book called Wilderness, a journal of quiet adventure in Alaska, a memoir about the fall and winter of 1918 and 1919 when he painted and explored Fox Island in Resurrection Bay, Alaska. He wrote and illustrated another book called Voyaging Southwards from the Strait of Magellan, also a memoir about his travels in 1922 and 1923 around Tierra de Fuego at the southern tip of South America. And then there's Salamina, a third memoir, this time about his first Arctic winter in 1931 and 1932, when he again painted and explored while living in Greenland. Kent was a man who went to the farthest corners of the world and painted and wrote and looked around. In his mid-forties, he moved to a farmstead, which he called Asgard, where he lived and painted until his death. A believer in the power of nature, in the tradition of Thoreau and Emerson, Kent found inspiration in the austerity and the stark beauty of wilderness. Published in 1930 by Lakeside Press, The three-volume limited edition of Moby Dick, just a thousand copies, is a landmark in book illustration. It sold out almost immediately. The haunting black and white pen and brush and ink drawings are very special. The limited editions sell for between $3,000 and $12,000. Even first editions of the subsequent Random House Trade Edition can sell for up to $3,000 if they have a dust jacket in fine condition. Because he got around a bit and saw the world from the perspective of other folks, Kent was often critical of American foreign policy. But he remained America's premier artist of the sea 
throughout the 1940s. Although he came from a relatively well-off background, Kent wasn't your bog-standard American conservative. He joined the Socialist Party of America in 1904 and was a strong supporter of unions throughout his life. Kent's political activism came to the fore in the 1930s when he campaigned for the Spanish Republic and also against fascism. In the Cold War era, Kent argued for nuclear disarmament and wanted the US to have a strong relationship with the Soviet Union. This was not the direction where America was heading and Kent, like so many prominent intellectuals and creative types, became a target for the McCarthy witch hunts. His stance on politics led to the suspension of his passport in 1950, and in 1951 Kent successfully defended his record in court after he'd been accused of being a communist. Although he travelled and argued and wrote, it's his art that Kent will always be best remembered for. It's possible to find a raft of books with illustrations by Rockwell Kent, including Candide by Voltaire. Beowulf, Leaves of Grass, Faust, The Decameron, the works of Shakespeare and the Canterbury Tales. He left a remarkable legacy. So that's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. My name is Richard Davis from Abe Books and I'll see you next time. <laughs>